that's four dummies. Four guys on a scotch journey to help you with your next scotch purchase. Minus one. I'm Drew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Mark, and we are missing. Sean is on location. Uh, well, he won't be calling in, but he's on location outside of the it's called family right vacation now. location. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're we're missing Sean, but he's having a really good time. I believe he's down the islands. I think he's he think islands really the islands. Uh, That's a great great segue. Do they make whiskey on the islands? We're talking about that tonight. That is on the agenda. Tonight. Yeah. So. Um, we got a good show lined up for you guys. Obviously, we're going to do some of their typical stuff. I think we're going to do some scotch. We're going to do some scotch in the news. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about this. This was the review this week. A, a, bur- a burlure? A burlure. 16. A burlure. Um, we want to talk about the islands and continue our week yes. uh, discussion. So, let's dive into it. Let's first off say happy Thursday, guys. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. It's been a long week. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Who's online, guys? Thanks, Tom. I was just going to say, um, by the way, you noticed that we've switched some things up tonight. We're trying something new. There's no Yeti. Where's the mic? <coughs> open right here. We all have lapels. We're, we're finally using some of the um, the hard-earned cash that the Discord, the, the Patreons have sent across. We did a review tonight with them, so we're testing yep. them out in the live show as well. So yep. let us know. Hopefully it sounds okay. Tom says it sounds okay. <coughs> So, Mark J.G., turn up your <laughs> turn up your sound on your computer a little more. Yeah, yeah, it's your fault. That's, <laughs> That's <okay>. it. <laughs> yeah, so the, the sound is going to be different than normal, normally what you're used to, but we're going to see how these work. So, let me hide this mic so I can see who all is on. I'll tell you what, we were here early tonight. Um, we were setting up these mics, running the wires, whatnot. We actually shot a review, and I thought I would log into the chat early, and I was still late. <laughs> Yes. One lost cause didn't even win the night. It was, uh, it was, no, it was Tom. 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 I'm like, really? It's not even 9.30 and there's only two or three people. Like, Come on, people. So anyway, let's, uh, I want to scroll up and see what yeah. we got. Let's see what we got. Tom, Ooh. I see Bob H. That's I a good one. lost cause. Thumbs up from Steve. That's a good one. All right. Um, awesome. Mark JG. We got uh, Malt Minion, Jimmy T. Uh, Sunday in Scotch. I'm my clerk. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? There's Steve. Good to see Steve. We missed you on the pre-show this evening, Steve. Um, Chad Adams. Lana, hey, how are you doing down in Florida? Um, hopefully you're having better weather than us. It's getting ready to be that time of year for us. Let's crank it up a little bit. 33 says cheers. I say cheers to you. Cheers. Um, Malton Kane. Nice. There's all kinds of people. There's Travis. Travis Fairclough. Boy, that guy knows how to bring an empty my wallet, man. He sends me links to some scotch that I just, he knows I'm a sucker for. Um, James Brower, how you doing, buddy? Um, and Mark Rayner, hey, Mark, we might actually ask Ooh. you for a report here because um, one of our agenda uh, bullets is to um, try to get an update on your wife and what's mm-hmm. going on with her over in Isla. So um, we're hoping you know more than we do. I mean, we know what we're seeing on the social media sites and Instagrams and Facebooks of the world, but um, hopefully you're <laughs> talking to her more than that. Anyway, um, what are you guys drinking? That's the question I got. Well, we're drinking this. I just well, poured this. What did you pour? Uh, I just poured that as well. Okay. I warmed up with uh, an open distillers edition. That's what I'm, I'm finishing that right now. Um, that's that's really good that, whiskey. We need to get a review on that. And it's that's a really good whiskey. Time. It is. I, I mean, I... It's surprisingly sweet and fruity for a, for a island scotch, <coughs> but hey, I'm that's, that's an idea to talk to her. We're going to get to that topic. I'm, I'm actually excited about it. It's a, it's a neat reading. So well, let's, let's talk a little bit about this one. And I, I apologize for my voice. I'm getting over a cold, so it's not that great. But 
this is the Avalor 16, right? Yeah, we, we just did this one this week. Um, I thought we all kind of thought it was above average, I guess is a nice mm-hmm. way to put it. I think I gave, I gave the, the 2.5. the comments while, while we're talking about it. I didn't review the comments right did, before the show just to see. Did you like this one more than us, I thought? Maybe you gave it, I think, a higher score. I think not. So this is a this has been a bad week for me at work. I was working on some purification technology and ended up sending a bunch of material to, to the waste, which wasn't supposed to go to waste. That's so nice. yeah, I just, uh, I'm trying to diagnose that what happened there. So I don't even remember what <coughs> what week it is. Um, well, Bree's drinking some Abinad. Abinad. Um, Michael's doing some open. Yeah, it's good. You, I'm you. you had some That's of that. Uh-huh. <coughs> so. Um, Long row red, nice. Mm. All right, so let me pull so, um, so honestly, for uh, for the, the review that we posted, we got a pretty good fair amount of comments yeah. that came up on it. So I mean, there's a lot to say. Uh, a lot of people had something to say about it. Um, I know yeah, Sean will speak nice. for him since he's not here. I know he liked this more than the other right. and I think. There's something in the back of his mind that he strikes that Avenade because it gives him a hangover. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. It is it a higher ABV? The next day. It is gas Oh, no, it is. It's a 60, 61. Yeah, that's probably what. high boy. Um, so <coughs> I, I like that one, too. I just I, I actually appreciated this one. I forget what the price point was on this, too. I think you said it was like 70, 75. It's pretty good. But yeah, I, that's a good whiskey. I mean, it's, it's just really it's, it's, it's very flavorful. Fruitcake. Yeah, I mean, it... it it is not going to be a whiskey that, you know, is, is typically my way. It's kind of on the edge of it with that fruitcake and sweetness, but, um, yeah, it, but it doesn't have the, you know, the rich potency of a peat or anything. But it's still a good whiskey. And for 70 bucks, for a 16-year-old whiskey, you know, I, I tend to not say – I tend to not use the age as a qualifier because I kind of see – I gauge my whiskey on what it tastes like and what the price is. And, and – I don't really care how old it is because if you can make a great whiskey, it's three years old. It's still a great whiskey. I still love to taste it, and it's still worth the money to me. Sixteen years old, well, you don't get very many sixteen-year-olds for right. that price. You know, and, and I guess here's a here's a trigger for you. If, yes. if you ask me to pick this, would, you, would I pick this bottle up versus some of the other bottles that I really enjoy? And I would say no. I would I, I would drink it if you poured a glass for me, but I personally wouldn't go buy this bottle. Because it's, it's although it's decent, I don't mind it. It's to me, it's not worth. <clears throat> there's other things I'd rather spend my money on. Well, right? you, so it depends on what hole is in my bar. True. So it, do you have something else that you would put in this place on your bar? Right. That, so I, right now, I don't know. Um, again, it's not it's not a spectacular whiskey, so it's not like a showpiece whiskey. So. I think what, what other I've got some well, other ones that I'd probably put in that place, but they're a little bit more expensive than that. Let me stop here first. Like so, so Brienne talked about this is one of her, I guess, the first scotch she, when she got into it. Right. Yeah, this is the one that started her. So let, let's, let's talk about that for a second. You know, there's a lot of scotches that are. You know, it's different for everybody. Everybody has their own mm-hmm. journey through scotch. But you know, if you the Mac 12 is not right. Right. <clears throat> and, and I liked it a lot. This one actually probably has a lot more to it than that Mac 12. I, I was going to say, right, if, if it's you, maltier, it's, yeah, it's richer, better mouthfeel, yeah. That's a good thing to do, Drew. Uh, once, you're, once you've gotten so far down the path, 
it's nice every now and again to step off the path and remember what it was like when you first got on it and take it from that perspective. Coming from that perspective, this is a really rich scotch. Exactly. There's, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of flavor in there. There's that there's chocolate sweet that's running in it. I mean, I can see why somebody would be like, oh, wow, this scotch is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, right. I want to explain more. <laughs> yeah. um, but now here we are, four and a half years later, we're stuck on a cask strength binge right now because, I mean, it's like, these what's all yeah, about, how do right? we reset from that? You know, I'm, I guess we all probably need to check in somewhere, go through a 12 step process. Scott Sadami's just shut down for, for 30 days. I'm digging it for hiatus. Sober up time. But, I mean, I, honestly, we, we probably do need to figure out a way to step off and, and reset that to, to be. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree and I disagree at the same time. I, I think you're absolutely right. It's, you're, you're on the head as far as talking about the point of having different viewpoints in the scotch. But we can't take that approach now because we're past that. We're talking about different things. However, we can take, I think the approach would be to take one-off videos to talk about that. I think that's our, our, our four dummies videos are kind of like those. But we take that different point of view and talk about, a, a clean slate. These are these are what these are for. These are the tastes. These are the, the yep. different ABV variations and what they mean for your palate. But when you get into some of these things now, and, and you can't you can't help it. We've done this. I, I think anyone that has gone down this journey to a certain degree, if you've gone halfway through a journey, you, you can't stop and right. start over. But you can appreciate that and have pauses. Like this, and talk about Brianne's point of view, and say, you know what, this is yeah. to that point a good scotch to start off. It makes me. me I saw a, a meme on mine or whatever you call it on Facebook. It was on Scotch Attic, I think, on Facebook, right? And it's just, it's it basically it's just words, and it says, um, it says Scotch newbie, and it says, quote, this is good whiskey, and then it says, you know, Scotch expert. Well, this I taste, you know, the hibiscus <laughs> and there's floral notes of peach and it's called Viking Kiss on the Wind, and you know, and then uh, it, it goes through all these different levels, and then it says something like aficionado, right? Or something, and it's like, it's good whiskey. Yeah, I mean, so my my initial scotch was Johnny Walker Black. That was kind of that that kind of hit me as like, oh wow, I like this. This is you know the peat, the peated or the smokiness of it. Which was a good whiskey for me. You, you take a glass, put some rocks in it, and you pour some Johnny Walker Black over it. It's a great bar drink. It's just, it's not it's affordable and it's great, but now I I'm my palate is more sensitized now. I can pull out the grains out of it, and again, not the grains are bad. It's just very different than a malt whiskey. Right. And so you just have to be aware of that when you're tasting it to to understand that. I mean, uh, Compass Box John Glazer he'll drink grain take grains every day because he loves the grain whiskey. Right. And he puts it in almost every one of his whiskeys. Right. So you just have to understand the differences. Well, look who is on. Good segue time, actually. Oh, my gosh. She must be. It must be late. What time is it over there? morning. Oh, yeah. We've got to take a time out from the Avalor. It's like 4 in the morning over there. So good morning to Scotch on the Bayou. Miss Lee. I'm going to do a big cheers. I do. You were having a great time over there. We are so jealous. We can't believe she's up for it. I hope that you know that. Mm. 
Man, she sent me a picture today of some friends she's making. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you're even awake. Maybe maybe she's just getting out for breakfast. I don't know, but uh, well, good to see you, Scott. I know least. I saw a picture that you posted on Facebook of you in some Dunnage house tasting, and underneath that coat, I could see the Scotch for Dummies. Yeah, t-shirt. I know, it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> you go for it. I love it. I, love it. I, I, love it. <laughs> I did see the text message that you sent to Drew earlier uh, about the Wi-Fi being yeah. crappy too. I mean, don't even worry about yeah, it. Enjoy yeah, yourself. Yep. We knew there was going to be crappy cell signal. We were hoping you might get good Wi-Fi. Some location. Shot. But um, at, keep the, the social media posts as much as you can. The Instagrams, the Facebooks, or whatever. Mark is sharing everything out there, but you know he's repeating it. So I think she's doing just fine. She, she, she just, just got back from drinking good whiskey. So Lee, you're doing it right. Cheers. If you got classic. God love you. Classic. <laughs> Eight a.m. tomorrow morning. It should be. And she'll be right there. <laughs> she will be. She's a uh, good for you, Eric. So. So awesome. Well, that touched that. Hoagies are too. We, uh, we actually put your husband on notice that he was going to have to give your update for you, Lee. But since you were here, good point, um, Hoagie. To be fair, being on ILO, why would you choose to sleep? That's, That's right. That's so kind of by the way, Hoag. Um, I, I noticed you logged in here for you said for a quick uh, thing to say hello in the morning. But um, I also wanted to point out there was a comment back here. Lana said that they just had their VIP two hundred dollar plus bottle share last Saturday. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Well, you need to share a couple of those bottles. What was shared? Yeah, right? what was shared and what was fantastic. Right. Yeah. What, what did you walk away with there? Um, and before I forget, Travis Fairclough had made a comment about the 19 hourglass for me. That's what he sucked. I mean, I would shoot that he sucked me into. But I've been looking to get a bottle of hourglass on my bar. And just so you guys are aware, you, you drunk fans out there, you know, you can look. There's a, a chart that basically tells you that uh, which bottles are older than they are for the shutdown that they went through right now. In 2019, Glendronic Dice, 18 Dice, that's bottled in 2019, is 23 to 24 years old. So this is the year that you want to buy Allardyce, um because going to 2020, anything that's bottled in 2020 goes back to the I almost pulled the trigger on that yesterday. Now I got to pull the trigger. Now you better. I'm just hey, that's what it's for. It's all about sharing. I got my two. That's so good. That's a breakfast scotch so, KB. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> oh, a picture of me hitting that thing at like seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's wrap up Adelaide, guys. I, I think it's a good discussion, and I, I like the scotch, and I can see why some. Someone would fall in love with starch. Yeah, um, it's a yeah. sixteen. It's good, good scotch. It's good scotch. It's it's got great mouthfeel. The flavors are bold and, and bold enough for me. They've got it, it's fairly uh, complex. It, it doesn't have any super peaty. What do you think in there? Well, well, get ready to hit the islands. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Great whiskey. Did Eric get on? Yeah, he was on there. He's he, drinking. Um, he's drinking Offerman. Hey, Eric, what do we got to do to help get a sample of that? Oh, my God. So, hey, we'll, we'll get to that bottle on Scotch in the News. Yeah, that's part of our part of our discussion. We'll, 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 we'll be minute. getting there. So, you know, save your comments, Eric, because we'd love to hear about it. Um, anywho, I'm going to finish this one up. And well, as I do, I, I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Iowa Station Wines. I was using their coins for, uh, for my topper tonight. So, uh, oh, that's was, awesome. Yeah, it was in my change jar when I walked out the door. I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to And that reminds me, there were several people that went to um, Austin, Texas a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I wish we would. I know they wore a shirt. I know there were others that, that were wearing um, Scottsford on these shirts, and we appreciate it. Nonsense whiskey, Ben. Yeah, we, yeah. we weren't yeah, able to get there. You guys are I'm awesome. I'm glad you guys, I, I'm thrilled and, and honored that you 
Representative, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And, and Lee was on Roy's show. Yeah. Uh, oh, she was all over. She was uh, talking on Sunday. Yeah. It was awesome. And just and Roy nailed it. It's like there, she was asking. You know, he was asking about the history of how everything kind of formed. It's like you know, there's there's no competition for us. We're all friends. We're all just yeah, having a good time with her. And so the fact that they did that, the fact that Lee's wearing you know our shirt and spreading it, it just just shows you that it is. We're it's all community, we're all guys. community, and you guys. Are along with us. We're all on this journey together. It's kind of cool. It's very, very true. So, good stuff. Uh, I'm actually, you know, you said you were on just that everybody, I'm, I'm glad to see everybody survived it and made home safety too. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of potential for it. Yeah. That could have been. So, there were what, 500 tickets sold? Well, there was this story. Did you hear that the whiskey she wines, they ordered a bunch of food? Yes. Did you hear this too? Uh uh. They, one night after they were drinking there in Texas, they got, you know, got the munchies and they ordered, I don't know, 50 or $60 worth of like Domino's. The tacos. It's tacos. Taco, Taco Bell. Taco Bell for Uber and it delivered to their house. So the, house. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the, the uh, Dine and Dash or DoorDash guy That's ends up taking $50 in tacos home. And ate himself. Ate him himself. They still paid him. They still tipped him. They realized their mistake after the point. And, but the next day, they did do Domino's or something to bring to help. That's hilarious. You, you got to absorb some of that wi- that liquor. I didn't hear that story. That's, That's funny. Yeah. Really funny. Um, so anyway, there's a reason I put in that post and just yeah. Um, Hobie wants to get into our conversation yeah. about the islands, and and maybe we do that. Do you want to touch on Scotch in the news first, since since we already kind of talked about the Offerman and. Um, there's a couple of things. I've got a couple of articles that I found today. What do you want to um, start with? Well, the, the Offerman's an easy one because that's fun. Um, so we can start with that. Yeah. You know, obviously. Um, Did you see his video too? It's well, there's, I haven't seen part two. It's out now. Too. Is it now? Okay. Yeah. If, actually, if you go to the Facebook, uh, Bud's Facebook, Live of Appreciation, he's got part two. Does he? Right. Um, of course he does. But. So every, I, hopefully everybody knows that Nick Offerman did this thing with, with Logger He's been a Logger you know, fanboy for, for years. years. Yeah. And uh, um, anyway, for five last five years, they've been working in this partnership, and they came out with a Logger 11-year-old. Um, Nick Offerman Nick edition. edition. The label was absolutely crazy. I love the fact that it's got his bust on it, all bearded and all pushing. But um, and they're doing some crazy marketing, as you expect. Uh, Eric, I'm very curious to know where you got your bottle. Uh, the only bottle I've been able to find so far is online, and I want to say it was two forty nine, two fifty nine, and I just think that's a little bit eh, crazy. So yeah, it's overpriced because the, the retailer is like hundred something, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know, Eric. First of all, where did uh, it's knocking your pants off? Where did you get it? Um, What'd you pay for it? Or, or, or yeah, what's what's going right where you are? Because right now, it's two fifty nine. I, I mean, Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I'm gonna get a bottle somehow, some way, somewhere. I mean, if that's what I end up having to pay for it, I will. But I don't know how many were released. I'd, I'd pull the article up, Drew, would you yep. please, and see if they mentioned that. I don't. I, I read it and I don't remember seeing that. But I don't know how many people. Um, how many bottles. bottles were bottles to the water below eleven? $75 per bottle. See, yeah, say. it says $75 a bottle on the website. That's what it's retailing for by, by the distillery. That's ridiculous. Uh, the fact that you know, online <coughs> distributors are already putting it out there for you know 200 plus is a little on the crazy side. So, there, Eric waits and he pays $80 plus shipping. Man, I pay 80 bucks all day for it. Yeah, what is it? Uh, so, 
you just go ahead and put that link. You go ahead and private message me the link where you bought it. But don't don't tell <laughs> anyone else because I don't want to sell out. Because I want to get my Bible before everybody else. Well, the other question is, well, shit. Yeah, he zipper paid eighty five for it, so. So I mean, I just initial Eric is saying neck for um, initial thoughts. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What's the ABV on it, real quick? I don't. I didn't see it in the article. Right? No, wait, right there. Forty-six. Forty-six. Yeah. So the question: If we're going to talk about islands later, can I put a Japanese whiskey in? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you, you can put it in. There's nothing we're going to talk about. <laughs> nope, that doesn't count. Go to some of the other articles in Scotsman News. Let's sure. see what else we've got going on. So, um, oh, that's, 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 yeah, that's so yeah. I read this article. I know people still want to talk about this. That's why I pulled this up. I don't think we spent much time on it because everybody knows about the tariffs and what's going on. But so, so read the. Right. Podcast, read the um, I read an article about um, the Scotch tariffs that are going on right now. The United States tariffs on you know Scotch, which is what single malt Scotch from Scotland, Scotland and Northern Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Um, it, it made a, a, a correlation about the tariffs having much more to do about China and the trade for China and whatnot. And so, um, basically, what what the article is around is saying is that. What they think is going to end up happening is because there's been a lot of talks between the U.K. and the United States since this tariff has been announced and now going into effect um, about actually forming more partnership to try and steer China into doing some different things. Um, so hopefully it breaks off on that. What I didn't know until I read this article and did a little more research, and I made a few comments in regards to this tariff conversation was, hey, it doesn't make sense to do the tariff if Brexit goes through, right? It does. And why it does is because the tariffs are specifically targeted at the countries that subsidized Airbus. Uh, and the UK was one of the three countries that did. So even if the UK were to exit via Brexit, the tariff would still punish the country that was subsidized. So yeah, 10 years I, ago, 15 years ago. I, I'm not getting into the history. I'm just saying where we are and, you know, how do we get out of it. So I, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, that they come out of it and, and we actually don't see it. Now, I know that there are already some prices are being inflated because of this tariff. And, I, you know, is that right, wrong, or indifferent? I don't know. But hopefully it doesn't last that long. So there was one other article I think I had uh, through. Um, and I might actually have it. But, but, uh, let's see if I do it. This one? Ben Remark? No, this one right oh. here. So if you guys were not aware of it, um, it appears that a new record was broken oh, or yeah, set yeah. today for um, a bottle of Scotch whiskey. So at uh, Sotheby's, I believe. Yeah, Sotheby's, a single bottle of McKellen 60 from cast number 263 or 264. I think oh, yeah, that's a good cast. Holy Grail? Well, no, I, you, you make fun of it, but let me finish no, the I comment, know. and I'll, I'll tell you. So <laughs> it was, it was in, put in the guide for the auction. It was expected to fetch 350 to 450 pounds, 1,000 pounds, okay? Still, a ton of money. It went for 1.5. Million pounds? Million pounds. Wow. Now... You're like, what the heck? Well, first of all, the collection that was in is slated to take over four million pounds. I mean, the guy's given 467 bottles uh, and nine casks. 
in his collection. Semen. That's no the bee bottle that the guy. That, so, tells, that tells me he's like uh, an incredible <laughs> collection. But anyway, this cast number two sixty. Shoot. No, it was out there. I saw. I just saw it. Um, keep going. Keep going down. Where is it in here? Keep going. Keep going. Oh, oh, oh I just uh, messed it up. I don't know how to do this. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the tab. It's on the tab. I don't know. Um, there, 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 there. Yeah. Two sixty-three. Yeah. So the irony of this is, you guys, what cracks me up about it is cast number two sixty-three, and you're making fun of like, oh, those are great cast, right? The previous record of one point two million pounds was a bottle from cast two sixty-three. So cask 263 was a sherry butt when it was laid down in 1926. Yeah. Okay? A sherry butt. You know how big a sherry butt is? We're talking 500 plus bottles yeah. you usually get out. Five to 600 bottles. Mm-hmm. That cask netted 40 bottles. <laughs> it was laid down to be used in blends. They cast it in anticipation of Putting this in the blends like the rest of the stuff. Yeah. It slipped through really? the cracks in the Dunwich house, got forgot about it, probably for 20 or 30 years, and we're like, oh, crap, we're standing on it for 20 30. My, it still tastes good. Let's, keep, let's going. keep going. And so at 60, they decide they got to freaking crack it and, and bottle it, and there's 40 bottles they get out of it. <laughs> and every one of them, when any one of those 40 bottles shows up, it's like a new record. So that, that bottled in, or in 1986. If it's a 60-year-old, yep. probably nobody's drunk a bottle of that in you know, 30 years. I believe when the last bottle went up and broke that record, and it was 1.2, I remember reading an article that said that, you know, how many bottles of the original 40 are left. And I want to say there's like either 16 or 19. Yeah, so nobody ever drinks it's, any of um, Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, I thought that was interesting that, you know, looking for things to talk about in Scotch and using that happened today. So, um, so that tells me if you can it, – it's a – if you have – 1.5 million pounds to spend, uh, which, <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, it's a good investment because you can sell it again in two months for 1.8 million pounds. I mean, you can just turn your money like that. Right. Um, yeah, those, those really rare bottles of whiskey right now are really hot. Very good investment if you got the money. Mm-hmm. All right, so. <laughs> Tom R says he knows he shouldn't have drunk his bottle. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to get my <laughs> chat back up. That's what I'm trying to do. I hate these freaking devices. Yes, let's, I wanted to see the comments so that I could catch up. Scott's in the news. Or no, the Lola. Oh, the, the so, Ireland. Um, with that, yeah, it's, 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 not it's, it's actually 30 minutes after. Yep. we got another minute if you want to wrap it up, but... I'm looking at Lana Luz, uh, so the bottles that she posted on there. Lots of four roses. Wow, we need to introduce her to Alan Ward. Eric's snapping at her. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, yeah, 1.5 million pounds, guys. That's not even a U.S. dollar. So Eric said he sent me a link, so I'll have to check that out. No, it's not a problem, Tom. Anyway, so let's let me pour something else while you guys get ready to talk about the islands. The islands. So uh, I was kind of I was looking back at the bar, uh, and I can turn now because I have the mic. Um, 
I was looking back at the bar to see what kind of whiskey we have from the islands. So, so this is not Isla. Isla is a, is arguably a separate region. So the islands include Sky, Mole, Jura, Aaron, uh, Orkney, um, Shetland, all those kind of islands that are around. I think at one time were they considered part of the Highlands initially, but then they, they technically, technically, according to the SWA, they still are. There is not a region called the Islands. So there's the Isla, which is a region, and then there's Highlands, and arguably the Islands right. get their are getting their own region. So, so, so on, on our part, we've got we've got Oban. Oban. Oh yeah, Oban is edition, which I just had a little bit of. That. Yeah, and so we had some of that earlier. Um, the other. You know, and I don't know if we look, go through some of these SMWS bottles, if there's any islands in there. Probably not. So we don't have a very rich collection of isle, of island whiskeys. At the moment. That's why I asked about, that's why I asked about the Japanese whiskey. I mean, well, it's an island. So, yeah. Completely yeah. different. Right. Let's talk about the, the islands as a region, though, first. So, yes. number one, they're, so it's a controversial region. Why are we doing this? This is a region. Right. This is regions where we've got the lowlands, we've done the Campbell Towns, we've done the Highlands. We started with the Highlands. Yep. We started with Highlands, no, then we went to Campbelltown, then we went to Lowlands, and now we're on the Islands, okay. and we still have um, Speyside and Isla left. Gotcha. Now, the whole point was to really talk about regions in the Scotch industry, and do they make a difference? I mean, at one time, it's probably much more clear as to the importance of them, but are they important today? Um, and I think there's an argument that can go either way. I'll tell you one thing for sure. Um, I just reviewed one of my samples from the Scotch Swap. swap yeah. Uh, and part of my review, point blank, says it, it, it terroir, whatever you want to call it in France, it's no, a real true. thing. I mean, that's true. It, it's it's real. So Oban doesn't belong on it. No. No, it's right off the coast. It's right, right here. It's, yeah. yeah. Here, put this back. Why did you tell me to grab that? because you said it was. You set you taught. I can't raise. I can't raise my cord. Set me up like a dog. Um, so anyway, I, I think that right. region, in, in my mind, it, it, it can and does make a difference. But yes. here we are talking about the islands. So we we covered those other regions, and I think those ones probably are a little bit easier to talk about because the islands they they span such a huge geographical area, right? I mean, if you do a research and, and just Google, you know, uh, island scotch distilleries, um, you're going to come up with a, a list. That various sites are going to say different numbers, 8, 10, 12, 13, whatever it may be. Yeah, depending on which are open. And Some are, what did you say, inactive. Yeah. Um, but what's crazy is then you look at a map and you're like, well, it doesn't have this one. or um, None of those websites are including this uh, distillery up in the Shetland Islands. And, yeah. I mean, my God, that's like freaking North Pole. Right? It is almost I mean, North Pole. I, I can't believe they can, just, they, they can get surprised to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pulling up right now just on the, on the um, this, These are all the distilleries on the islands. Maybe getting ahead of you. Yeah, and so yeah. the interesting thing is that some of those, though, are inactive. The uh, the um, Mano Bay in a boy is um, inactive. The Abain Dech is um, inactive. Uh, or, or Corey's inactive. I, I mean, it doesn't say it's inactive, but it's they're way off. Really the yeah. Same. yeah. So they're on the island of what is it, Mole. So we, what, what, we have different areas of the islands, right? We have Sky, we have Jura, Mole, so, Orkney, yes. Orkney. Aaron, Jura, Mole, Sorry. Sky, um, 
Orkney and Shetland. Those are really nice. Actually, the Harris Island out there, you you have a, a distillery called Talbert. Um, it's just not ever mentioned. Yeah. You don't see it. They're so small um, or so new. Like the one up in the Shetland Islands is called, um, I can't even pronounce it, Saxa something, but I don't speak that language. It's crazy up there. Um, and they've only been open since 2013, yeah. so it's not like they're even seeing a lot of, their distribution's got to be difficult. I mean, yeah. But the point I was trying to make about their geographical spread is is the variety of profile you're going to get. So I would expect something from Aaron to be different than something from oh Oregon. Right? The temperature, the, the wind, the heat, the, the rain, all that. The land itself, if they're using, you know, the, the water source locally. Well, doesn't, doesn't Orkney have like one tree on the entire island cluster? I don't know. About that. And it's like, it's barren. Well, that's what I, you know, I, I talk about Scotch, obviously, all the time with my colleagues when I get together for corporate events, and a lot of them don't know anything about Scotch. And then one of the main things we talk about is just how much the regions really influence all the different tastes and stuff. And speaking of the islands, you know, we talk about the maritime flavoring, right? All right. the oceans, what, what it does, the sea, the sea salt and all that stuff you, you just talked about down there close to Isla, what the difference is between that area versus up there towards Orkney. I mean, all those things make a difference versus talking about Speyside or Highlands or to all, all the way up there at Old Pulteney area, right? Which is some more by the sea salt. Yeah, it's a coastal. But, it, but th- that's what I think is so awesome, you know, and it's my talking about geography for dummies. But I mean, it's kind of the same thing. It's about how all these different areas, regions, right, really play into, I mean, you guys talked about Lowlands, was that last week? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think you mentioned that earlier today, I was, you were educating me about all the, all the, the, the barley was down there, and that's all the grain and stuff right. was grown down there is different from up north. So yeah. it's, it's really, it's it's a big, it's, it's different. I mean, you talk about Scotland, there's so much diversity. In such a small area. In such a small area, <laughs> and it makes the impact of what we drink. Yeah. I mean, in today's day and age, we've argued that it's not quite as important because of technology. It comes, you know, logistics have changed, right? We get that. Um, but let's be honest. Of all the regions that that has had the least effect on, I would say it's probably the islands because logistics are still are hard still there. difficult. Yes. So, so they still have to ship in all their grain and they have to ship that out all their bottles. Distilled. If they bottle on their at the distillery, which some may not, so in many cases you'll you'll vat everything, or um, even there are, there are even um, island distilleries that will distill and barrel on the site, but then move their bot the barrels inland to age because it's warehousing and things like that are just easier. Well, and we you know we've had some guests from Jura, right? And uh, look, how many people they say live on that island? One hundred twenty-six yeah, or something. Nothing. I mean, they all work one distillery, one hotel, one grocery store, one bar. So when when you go to visit, it changes the population yeah. dramatically. There's more, there's more like deer than there are. <laughs> it's like, hello, oh, you must be coming to see the distillery because you're not from here. Right. Yeah. So. The, the, the question is, is what's your favorite island name, right, or, or distillery on the island? I, I've seen some comments. Yes, uh, Talisker Distillery Edition was review number one for us. It was also review number 100. Um, but honestly, I like a couple of them. I'm a big fan of several of them. I, I really appreciate Highland Park because I love its little PD edge. 
but so much different than any pizza you're going to yeah. get down south, right? Yeah. Um, Talisker, of course. Oh, I, I love so the brininess of that Talisker. Um, it's probably, I, I would say Talisker is probably on the upper scale of the brininess of scotches that I've had. I mean, I don't know anything else. I mean, Scapa's up there as well, but I mean, Talisker always has that brininess to it. I miss the Jura 16. I, I like that yeah. one a lot. Uh, you know, so to me, I don't know if we've spent enough time exploring all of them on the islands. I mean, there, there's still some, some exploration to be done. So one, one of the keys to really, I think most of the island whiskeys is that you're going to get what, what is many consider a coastal flavor. I mean, to some extent, all of them are going to have that. Um, and so I know Dr. Scott has some discussion around coastal so if we want to invite him in we could do we could, we could do some discussion around that coastal flavor no it's not only islands that have coastal flavor but the vast majority of them do they do yes let's find them so let's find dr scott they call me Hey, Dr. Scott's here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Quick change. You guys, uh, <laughs> Dr. Scott's here. I'm a doctor. Uh, I, I'm not a doctor in real life, but I play one on YouTube. So I wanted to bring in a topic today about what gives a whiskey a coastal flavor. So, uh, so coast? No, <laughs> believe it or not. So the interesting thing is, so there, there's a there's a, a what there, there, there's a range of um, of um, whiskey that that many will say have a coastal flavor. And you can almost draw a line from the Isle of Arran up through Inverness. And everything that is west uh, west and north of that has a coastal flavor. Now, that, that is a, a vague line that some will say maybe doesn't fully uh, work, but it includes all of the islands, of course. But it also includes, like, um, Opultney. It includes Wolfburn. But that range also includes Glenmorangie and some of those other ones that, that may make as much. Right. Um, yeah. But what there's really two components that give coastal coastal flavored whiskeys their coastal flavor. Number one is the sea salt and the spray that that will be present in a Dunnage house when it is actually aged in the, near the coast. Um, there are many whiskeys, many distilleries that age. Specifically on the coast, I know uh, Lafroy is one that they make it very clear that that is um, there, uh, and, and Lagavulin as well. The Dunnage houses are literally on the coast, and so they're getting imparting a lot of that. And so what happens there is you have sea spray that is in the air, and you have tons of material that seagull <laughs> poop. That's coastal. Um, that you have that sea spray that then has to um, permeate into those casks. So if you lose an angel share. Something else has to go in. Oh, you, that's a good point. You can't, it doesn't create a vacuum. Wow. So a, as you lose the alcohol and you lose the, the water, that is replaced by this, the air that is around the cask. And so that pulls in that sea air. And so if it smells, you know, if you've ever been on a coast and you smell that, that salt, huh. that gets sucked in the cask. And so that will impart a certain amount of flavor to that whiskey, especially as it concentrates and you pull more air in and it breathes more. You're definitely going to get that. Um, temperature swings will, are probably the biggest source of breathing in a tank, in a cask. So when you get that cold North North Sea wind, it's going to it's going to really change, cool down the Dunn house, and draw more cold air into that tank. Interesting. So, so maybe more so, areas get more 
pressure and wind coastal-wise than other areas. And, correct. And, and if you look at the northwest, that, that is coming directly right. off the uh, the North Atlantic. Right. It's some tough, Whereas, tough weather. Uh, Old Pultney, for example, still on the coastal, won't maybe is get as much of that influence because it's kind of going past or the pressure is not the same. And, correct. Okay. Now, the other part that will give a coastal flavor is peat. So, if you've ever had a peated whiskey that has kind of a fishy or a seaweed flavor, that imparts a, coast, a coastal flavor. So, you can, if you, if you, depending on which peat you use to dry and to, to, to dry the barley, so you the can... Dirt is influenced well, ahead of time. Right. Correct. Right. That's the, the biomass in the peat. Exactly. Is what you're talking about. So, you, you get a lot... So, number one, you, well, you get a lot of... Um, Salt that will impart flavor into the growing material that then degrades and creates that peat. But also, just degrading biomass creates certain flavors, a sour right. flavor, a, a um, fishy flavor, those kinds of right. things. That, that that so, so depending on how much you add, if you overpeat it, then you're getting more smoke and more of that, you know, that flavor. But if it's a lightly peated whiskey, you can get some of that fishiness, some of that seaweed flavor that tends to impart the coastal flavor. When you add the brine to it, it really creates a, a, that flavor that smells like you're sitting on the um, on the beach. But you're talking purely maturation process at this point. You're not talking about no, the no, no, because that peat is going into the whiskey. Smoking it, yes. yeah. But, but would you say most of the flavors are at the maturation stage? No, because any of that seaweed flavor is coming from the the, the peat that is used to dry the barley. Additionally, the water you use, if, it's a peat, if the water comes from a peated source, so then that will create, that will be in okay. the distillate. So, so it really is a balance. You can have um, completely non-peated whiskeys that are aged on the coast that taste coastal, and you can have peated whiskeys that never spend any time in a barrel on the coast that taste coastal. So, but if you put those together, that's when it really blows so that, up. That new make comes, comes out already has it has, it has that PD influence in it. Yes. So, so there's there's two ways to get it. If you put them together, you get richness, but you can get a little bit of that flavor either way. Okay. Depending on where you're at in the coastal, depending the are getting stronger. Depending on what the master distiller wants to do. If he's a if he's a space side and wants to create a coastal flavor, well, let's buy some peated, uh -oh. peated barley. Chad Adams is calling out, Dr. What's that This is a vacuum with increased evaporation. Correct. Okay. So what does that mean? But, but those barrels don't go under vacuum. They, they, they breathe. They breathe. They, they, there's enough breathe. There, now, there's a, there's a slight vacuum as it heats and cools that'll draw material in and out. But yeah, it's not going under high vacuum. I would say this is probably the most fun we've been picked on all night. All right, what's us. that? Well, everyone says you guys are all wrong. It's the whiskey fairies who come in and pee in the barrels and give it the coast. <laughs> so, could you do you have everyone's technicality? I'm going to have to vote. I, I, I think that was what pretty good. Well, no, so Eric has said something. The technical term is angel sweat, the after effect of drinking too much of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the sweat. Oh, the, so, the comments are great. So question for, do you have any direct comments for Dr. Scott while I'm here? Um, you know, so I, Tom Meyer was talking about O.P. Hutter. So I, I drank a little bit, a little bit of that earlier today, and that, that does have that seaweed fishiness kind of, Peated flavor. Not to it. an island scotch, but very much a coastal. It scotch. is very much a coastal scotch. So, so even the open, the old Pulteney Twelve is very coastal in its flavor. It's much more a briny and salty, 
but the hutter, the alter, the hutter has added more of peated, um, peated barley in there, and so it's got more of a, a seafood flavor. So, if, if you would just a characteristic the the whole freezing itself, you would say <clears throat> like space sides or the fruitiness, etc. Highlands more of the heatherly, lowlands more of what more. Of they're a cleaner whiskey, typically okay, a grain, a grain or a triple distilled. Yeah. Talked about coastal influence. I think they probably have more coastal influence. So, so the thing is, we talked about when you draw that line from Inverness to, to the Isle of Arran, that includes a lot of highland. So you can get a lot of highland material that is also coastal as well. But you, arguably, most of the islands have some coastal flavor. Either they're peated, or they've got the brininess, or something to that effect. That's a, that would be what I would consider a general. So, if, if we're talking about not our viewers here because they're always obviously all pros, but yes. people that are new into scotch and they're looking at the liquor store and they, they see just the plethora of bottles out there, I would say it's probably pretty important at least to have an idea of some of these because, I mean, you, you've seen them all the time. There's a tile strip there, there's a, what's that going? Whatever, right? So they're 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 obviously different things. It's kind of cool to kind of just buy and try, but I mean, it's important to kind of at least have an idea before you go into some of these things. Because yeah. if you don't like sea salt, then you're not going to enjoy some of those. <laughs> yep, that's true. All right, Doc, All right. Doc, I think we covered the islands. So the oh, question, so well. the question is, uh, what is the next region that we should talk about? I think we kind of. Inadvertently agreed to end on Iowa's. Is okay. that true? I think it makes sense. So space I next. That, if that's true, then that means space I next by us. Bring your sweet cherry bombs, baby. By default. So um, there's going to be a lot to talk about space size. I don't know what the current count is, um, but I know. 432. At one time, there used to probably be something <laughs> like 150 in space size. More than your own. Yeah. A um, couple of newcomers have already joined on also. I want to say hey to uh, Whiskey Drover um, and Gatchin. Uh, let's see, who else? There's, I saw a couple. I, Alan Ward popped in as well. So just want to say hey to everybody while you guys are joining in. So, Doc Scotch, thanks for the discussion on coastal yep. Scotch. Let me give you a round throw. All right. Oh, does he have one? He does. Here you go. They call me you make that outro longer. I know. It's a real quick <laughs> outro. An outro I'm going to go with my uh, different more a little, little bit of a, a more like 25. What? The, Mor- the Morty 25? It's been a while since I've had this one. The Morty 25. You really liked the Morty 15. I do. So, um, that was the original burnt toast. Yes, that was. was the original burnt toast. Oh, you know what? We did have uh, we did have another island. What's I'm that? Gonna, I'm going to try the other one. Oh, the Valknut? Oh, yeah. The Valknut. Valknut. Uh, yes, I will. Try uh, one more of this because out. we're talking. We talked about islands, so. Okay. Valknut. But um. That's a hefty pour, dude. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> Good times. So, uh, let me. What's next on the agenda? I think it was kind of left up on a little bit wide to just finish up. I wanted to talk about Leanne, but she kind of came yep. in, and we had to take that one as we could. So, um. A couple of things I uh, chatter that I wanted to discuss was um, Sean being out. We've got next week, uh, he'll be, uh, we should be back to full force, you guys. Um, now we have the holiday what? season coming up, so that makes it difficult. But 
Um, we want to hit a few things out of the park while we are in the holiday season. So, a couple of topics to talk about. Number one, we've got to schedule the scotch swap. Um, discussion. The swap was already swap discussion. Yeah. So, there's one person that never received theirs. Um, James, we're going to get that fixed as soon as Sean gets back from vacation. Uh, we'll figure something out. But we need to get that scheduled so we can have the discussion. I see a lot of people have put their comments in the Word document on your drive. That's good. For those of you who haven't, get in there. Oh, yeah, I still have one more to review, so that's why I haven't, but I'm, I'm close to being done with it. So be on the lookout to get that done. I have enjoyed two of my three so far. Uh, it's been a really good journey for me, so I'm, I'm having a good time. I hope you guys are. The second thing to talk about, holiday season's coming up. It starts with Halloween. We're down to two of four for Halloween because this guy's hopping town, too. So, um, hopefully this weekend, you very well may see a quick little impact. I can't wait to see that. Costume with uh, Drooby Dooby Doo down there and myself, um, just to keep the tradition alive. So, we'll pop in on you guys and say hi. Um, don't know what else we're going to do, but uh, I also want to talk about... Bring some of your scotch. Oh, we're going to do it at my house? Anyway, um, holiday scotch. So, you know, it's we don't have a review shot on this yet. Yet we need to, um, but it's getting to be that time when you start thinking about Christmas gifts. When you start thinking oh, about holiday gifts, yeah. I mean, we're literally knocking on November's door. Um, so it, it's a it's a point in time to stop, step back, and say, "All right, you know, how are we going? What are we going to think about when it comes to holiday scotches?" Historically, we've done we've done videos that were for the spouse getting somebody scotch. So, uh, yeah. The non-scotch drinker getting somebody scotch. Look those up when you get... That, that's nice. That's great. Maybe we take a different spin on this year. Maybe we take a different spin and talk about, you know, uh, the scotch drinker getting another scotch drinker a scotch. Why? What to get them and why? You made a really <laughs> good point tonight that I thought was perfect. Was what hole on my bar am I trying to fill? Yep. If you really are a scotch lover... You know, yes, you've got your wheelhouse, your swim lane, your sweet spot, whatever it may be. But you want to have a breadth on your bar yep. that you can offer somebody because their sweet spot or wheelhouse is different. Or you want to walk somebody through something. So, you know, when you're thinking about holiday gifts, maybe you think about that. You know, when you, I'm going to come over to your house last time. Next time, last time I was like, you know what? He's got a ton of peach, man. He's a peachhead. But man, he really is missing that good light, light, yeah. Real, you know, something that's light and easy. It might not be, but he'll appreciate having it. Yeah. If it's good, whiskey. Yeah, right, exactly. So maybe we get into that. But I wanted to start the conversation, get you guys thinking about that, see some comments come across, and see what's going on in that that nature. Um, I also wanted to bring up an update from the tour. Where are we on that? No new progress this no week. No new progress this no, week. No, we, we got some graphics coming through that are that are uh, just we know, need kind of pricing. We, that's yeah, where we're I at. get that. I okay. get that this week. Okay, so we're we're close to being able to lock that down because I know the four of us are ready to pull trigger on everything. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, that's got to happen before the end of the year. Yeah, so good. anyway, um, that's kind of really the topics, guys. I mean, we've got you know ten minutes here, maybe just to, or eight minutes to, to chitter chatter our way out of here. And that's fine. I'll enjoy this last island scotch. So it is in wounded zebra set. Yeah, I know. I was going to say something about that. Who said that? I think it's probably time to knock this one out. Yeah. Actually, Sean's actually on a a boat, right? He's going to cruise, cruising the Virgin Islands somewhere, I think. I wonder wonder if all the scotch is free on those boats. No. No. 
It's not? I, I've been on those boats. They're not. It's not scotch isn't free? No, it's like double the price. Oh. Pathetic. It's, it's all generic scotch. Never a good scotch. It's just, you can yeah. bring your own bottle. That's the trick. Can you get uh, it on a boat? You can, you can technically bring it on the cruises. But you can't drink it there? Well. <laughs> you can carry it, but you can't drink it on the boat. I don't remember exactly the rules. You, you can bring in two bottles of wine, but you there's other ways to do it. Um, you can bring two bottles of wine, but they have to pour it for you. It's kind of funny, but uh, dude, I'll bring my own bottle in my class and walk around that boat all well, day. There, there's you can YouTube. There's all kinds of stupid stuff out there. People put it in like old shampoo bottles and that's stupid. Whatever. Why would they yeah. search your stuff that bad? You when you go through check in the cruises, you go through a scanner and they check all that stuff. Yeah. And can I bring bottles of whiskey? Wow. Yeah. I saw a video on Facebook today that was talking about wanting to, you can't hide your bottles in your drawer at your desk, so they've made a sport jacket that has a pouch inside of it, and it's got a plastic tube that comes, and it ends in a pen. It's a straw that looks like a pen. So as you're sitting at your desk, you can just hit the pen. So that, that's a problem. If you're, you might have a problem. If you were looking at that as a... I wasn't looking at this. It came across the feed. <laughs> well, so, but it came across the feed because you've been looking for stuff like that. <laughs> oh, come that's on. not random, dude. <laughs> Something to put on the show. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so Eric Wade hit the, the nail on the head. So gift idea for whiskey. I'll tell you a brief little story about this. It, it, it's actually personal, family related. Um, my <laughs> wife uh, is, is Irish. And, uh, her, husband, her father was uh, Irish, obviously. And I can remember the first time, one of the first times they came, her parents came to visit us after we had bought our first house. Uh, they come down to see the house and visit and have dinner. And he shows up at the door and he's got a brown sack in his hand. And doesn't say anything to me. He's kind of gruff and just hands it to me. Puts it, grabs my hand, puts it in my hand, and he walks in, grabs his pipe, and and I'm, you know, I open it up, and it's a handle of Bushmills, not a seven fifty. It's the half guy. It's the big boy. It's I'm an like, Andrew boy. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, baby. So I'm, I'm, I go in the kitchen right off the bat. I'm gonna pour a couple fingers. That's what the man wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sit down, have a glass of Irish whiskey. We're good. Have a good dinner. Have a great visit. Everything's wonderful. We see them out the front door, walk through the door. Bye, love you. See you. And you know, they pull out. I come walking back in the house with just a grin on my face. And I look at my wife and see what your dad gave me today. I'm all proud. And she's like, the only reason he bought it is so every time he comes down here, he has whiskey to drink. And I was like, deflated. You know, game over. Man, I'm, why did you have to say it? She just totally mic dropped me. Isn't like, the same person that talked to you the whole four fingers, three fingers thing? <laughs> but yeah, um, actually, over the years, we, you know, we, we became uh, a lot closer and, and enjoyed our whiskeys together. But it was just that that moment. I was so I felt good. I'm like, eh, Dad likes me, brought me a good, you know, big old handle whiskey, and uh, she yeah. called me out. <laughs> it, it hurt. But oh, that's what are you same, gonna do? Same premise on Eric Wade getting a gift. All right, so what's coming up next week? So we're, we're gonna talk about. Spaceside next week is our region. Spaceside is the region. Two more, two more episodes to so go. Um, what else we got? New review coming out. In between, I'm mm-hmm. hoping that there will be at least one impromptu Halloween uh, live. Um, I don't know. Maybe we do a I can't believe that's this weekend. Man, we'll Halloween just jumped up on Drew and I, uh, we've got costumes. And we've got, we've got uh, I'll tell you guys that <clears throat> appreciate you guys' patience with us. We, we have been, it's been nuts. Yep. It has been nuts for the last three months. 
uh, for all yeah. four of us together. And that experience than this. It's really hard for all four of us to get together. We've got a lot of really cool ideas in the hopper for some really great videos. Um, so they're coming out, and we're really going to make an effort for the next couple months to get some of those out. Um, we've got some really good ideas as far as, you know, stuff like scotch, uh, some scotch horror stuff, and a few other things coming out. Um, but, you know, appreciate you guys' patience. I know mm-hmm. it's been kind of crazy for us, but we definitely, um, I've got some things coming out. And um, stay tuned and see what happens. Yep. Yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, there'll be some new reviews coming out, and we've got a lot of whiskey still to review, guys. I mean, heck, we're has a couple bottles we've reached for tonight, and I almost don't need to get a review oh, yeah. done on this. So, um, a lot of um, um, some of the, the four dummy stuff we're doing. I think you know, I don't want to mention what they are yet, but some new new series coming out as well. Right. Um, to kind of get back to our roots about about who we are and why we started the channel. I mean, we have all grown together. That includes you guys. We're all further down the road. We talked about it earlier, but. We, we, we want to go back and not lose any of those people that are just starting. That's right. And we yep. need to solidify our trip. That's coming up. We get it done next couple of months. Yep. The top. Next couple weeks. Next week, really. Yeah. Yep. So. so with that being said, uh, Thursday, Thursday in the books, guys. Right. Uh, good show. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. Good topic. Good, good conversation. Good whiskey. Always good company. And Lee. Drink some good idol for us. Yeah, you're telling us. We love you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining.